This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Good morning, friends of Radio Church. I'm Donald Phillips of the Dunedin Methodist Parish. And it's my pleasure to be with you on this Sunday in these uh, demanding times. Uh, Being able to talk with you in this way is, I hope, a comfort. So we come to worship together. We praise you, O God, for making your divine truth real to us in Jesus Christ. We ask that what we do, how we live, and the way we love may increasingly become a worthy response. Amen. Now, our first hymn is a great hymn, one of his very best, I believe, by Colin Gibson, Great Ring of Light. It's sung for us by the Christchurch City Choir under Nan Anderson.
Let's pray. Holy Spirit of God, you inspired people of the earth to praise and trust. You lit the fire of the prophets and sustained their faith among unbelief. You fulfilled through our brother Jesus of Nazareth the hope of the generations and revealed the nature and compassion of God. Open our eyes for Christ's work among people so that we may join all those who with persistence and humility pursue your will for our world. Fill us with confidence and make us available. Teach us to pray and to hear the cries of God's children everywhere. Help us to interpret the signs of the times and prepare us for the rule of God each day and forever. Now we turn to scripture and to a well-known passage from John's Gospel, the 18th chapter of John, in fact, beginning at verse 33. It's part of the account of that extraordinary encounter between Jesus, a man from Nazareth of all places, and the Roman governor Pontius Pilate. From verse 33, So Pilate went back into the praetorium and called Jesus to him. Are you the king of the Jews? he asked. Jesus replied, Do you ask this of your own accord, or have others spoken to you about me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? It is your own people and the chief priests who have handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus replied, Mine is not a kingdom of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my men would have fought to prevent my being surrendered to the Jews. But my kingdom is not of this kind. So you are a king then, said Pilate. It is you who say it, answered Jesus. Yes, I am a king. I was born for this. I came into the world for this, to bear witness to the truth. And all who are on the side of truth listen to my voice. Truth, said Pilate, what's that? And with that he went out again to the Jews and said, I find no case against him. But according to a custom of yours, I should release one prisoner at the Passover. Would you like me then to release the king of the Jews? At this they shouted, Not this man, they said, but Barabbas. 
Barabbas was a brigand. May God grant us fresh understanding of this word of his. And we come to a second hymn. It's an older one, Spirit of Mercy, Truth and Love. It's from a collection of the Foundling Hospital in London, and it's sung by the choir of St John's College, Cambridge. Truth, said Pilate, what's that? In the name of God, Amen. It is of great concern to me, maybe to many others, that so many Christians today have become indifferent to truth, who do not question the political lie. And that contradiction, which is inherent in the exercise of power, is so clearly illustrated in the confrontation between Jesus and Pilate. Pontius Pilate, governor of the Roman province of Judea, political appointee, politician, he ordered the crucifixion of Jesus though he could find no justification for it. The Gospel portrays Pilate as reluctant to convict, but the historical record from outside Scripture tells a very different story. Pilate was notorious for his cruelty, too much even for imperial Rome so much so that they recalled him. John's account, it could be said, shifts the blame onto the Jews, or the Jewish leaders, that is. And John's words have led to, it has to be said, 2,000 years of anti-Semitism. 
getting on the right side of power mongers has its costs inside and outside Scripture. Pilate, the politician, asks Jesus if he has political ambitions. Are you a king? He asks. Jesus responds, My kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over. But as it is, my kingdom is not of this kind. Jesus wasn't a ruler in any sense that Pilate could understand. His kingdom is not secured by violence. In this world, sovereignty is secured by arms. Jesus assures Pilate that he is not that kind of sovereign. And Pilate is lost. What other kind of king could there be? Unsettled, because Jesus says he is some kind of king, and for Pilate that spells trouble, and he says, so you are a king. Jesus responds, you say that I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world to testify to the truth. This elicits from Pilate the infamous throwaway line. What is truth? John's readers would have understood the irony. Pilate should have asked, who is the truth? For the Jesus from Nazareth who stands before Pilate is the truth made flesh. Pilate has no clue that the person who stands before him is the truth. The answer to this question is literally staring him in the face. Truth has become real, but in a very ordinary human being. Pilate couldn't care less about truth. Truth is whatever he says it is. He thinks his military capacity, his arms, grants him the power to bend reality to his will. Jesus keeps silence. So Pilate declares, do you refuse to speak to me? Do you not know that I have power to release you and power to crucify you? As with any torturer, Pilate insists, I can make you talk. But Jesus, the truth, refuses to capitulate. In John's Gospel, Pilate has to hand the overwhelming force of Roman might, but truth does not yield. Jesus, the truth, states that what little authority Rome has ultimately comes from above. In the Gospel of Matthew, it is said, 
You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones are tyrants over them. It will not be so among you. But whoever wishes to be great among you must be your servant. And whoever wishes to be first among you must be your slave, just as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. Worldly standards of power inevitably descend into untruth and tyranny. And the kind of greatness that today's leaders aspire to all too often chase in the name of patriotism is not what Jesus is talking about. He has no interest in such greatness. If Pilate represents the love of power, Jesus makes real the power of love, to serve and not to be served, upending, overturning the contest of power, of king against king or petty tyrant against petty tyrant. Ultimately, it is not Pilate, the great, who tries Jesus and determines the truth about him. It is Jesus who calls him into question and exposes worldly lies and supposed greatness. How is it that followers of Christ today kowtow to untruth, to today's pilots? Could they bring themselves to read Scripture with an open mind? Would they be able to discern what constitutes truth and greatness? Matters are rarely solved so simply. But if we remember the story of Jesus and Pilate, we might just realise that the love of power is incompatible with truth and of serving love. Amen. We come to pray again. God of Jesus, God of all the world, opponent of all evil and friend of the oppressed, inspire us with your love. That there are people who hunger for warm rice or milk or meat or cheese or even the scraps our pets ignore, Lord, help us to remember. That there are people who hunger for your grace and search their minds and hearts for words of prayer, who, having your love, yet fail to find its presence, 
Lord, help us to remember that there are people who hunger to be free, to go where they please, or stay upon their land, or even to think, to laugh, to plan, to hope. Lord, help us to remember. God of Jesus, help us to remember that wherever we find the courage of kindness, the kindling of hope, the face of forgiveness, and the light of truth, we also find you. And in your name we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory now and for ever. Amen. And in that spirit we hear our final hymn, a very beautiful hymn, words by Shirley Murray and music by Nigel Eastgate, Dream a Dream. It's sung by a group called Sings Harry of Wellington. Gracious God, as we part, grant that as we walk we may know your presence, your love, your truth and your strength until, at the end of our journey, we may know the joy of our homecoming. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and fellowship in the Holy Spirit be with you all now and forever.
Amen. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.